You're listening to The Confidence Podcast, your one-stop shop for motivation, inspiration, and confidence to help you boldly take action on your dreams. I'm your host, Trish Blackwell, internationally recognized confidence coach and founder of the College of Confidence, and I teach women how to take their thoughts captive, how to step out of the shadows of self-doubt, and how to courageously step into their purpose with confidence. It's time to train your thoughts. Let's get started. Hey there, guys, it's Trish Blackwell, and you're listening to The Confidence Podcast. We have a fun number today, y'all. Mile marker for 50, and this is a topic I am very excited to coach on today. I, you know, I probably say that about every topic. It's because I love what I do. I love helping you look at your brain and let, helping you feel more normal and more empowered, right? And we're talking today about how to stop being awful about to yourself, how to stop feeling awful about yourself, in particular when you are working on a goal and you're nowhere near where you want to be and you're beating yourself up and you just don't feel good about yourself. And at the end of the day, beating yourself up or indulging in the emotion of feeling awful about yourself when you're not where you want to be simply isn't effective. It's it, another way to say it is it's just not a helpful thought pattern. It doesn't help you. It doesn't serve you. And yet we find ourselves in places of despair like this very often. Despair drives us to desperation, depression, and disillusionment. It morphs our ability to see where we are, how well we are actually doing, and intimidates us on how far we have yet to go. In this podcast episode, we're going to cover how to break the cycle of self-criticism so you can start feeling encouraged, not awful, and hopeful to and like yourself and where you are again. You guys, this is a particular episode that came up as a result of a conversation I had with a, 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 someone who I love dearly who was um, losing some baby weight and beating herself up about it. And she, she truly is stuck. And I have been there stuck in patterns of feeling awful. You feel awful about yourself. Every thought you think consumes you. You are embarrassed of the way uh, maybe something looks or how it feels and you're, and you're mad at yourself and you and there's all these I woulda, coulda, shoulda or shame or fear of judgment and what are people saying about me and oh my goodness, I have been in this place. I've been in this place physically. I've been in this place uh, with my business. There's so many ways this expresses it and you. it's possible to be in this place of of how I said it, I loved the three D's, the desperation, the depression, ooh, it's four, despair, desperation, depression, and disillusionment. And then we go to a place of drive, right? And discipline and go, I gotta get better. And that just creates this pendulum cycle of all or nothingness, which coincidentally, you guys, is what I'm gonna be coaching on next week. So make sure you are following and subscribing to the podcast. Next week, we're we're gonna be coaching more in depth on black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking, and how to get out of that because the pendulum swings so far and it really complicates things. And more than that, it makes life harder on you than it should be. In this episode, I'm gonna be coaching you on indulgent emotions and how to know when you really need to take control of them and then also, good news, how to do that. A three-step simple process to help you stop feeling awful about yourself, whatever the situation is. I'm gonna give you three simple steps and how to stop believing that you're stuck or will always feel this way. I think sometimes it's it, that finish line feels so far away and you get discouraged and it just feels that everybody else has it easier and it must be nice and we, we find ourselves in the land of pity parties. 
I want to get you out of the pity party land because that pity party is not taking you anywhere. As Joyce Meyer said, you can be pitiful or you can be powerful, but you cannot be both. I'm going to give you some more specific thought substitution examples for you to try on in your own brain. I've got some specific too if you're feeling awful about yourself, yourself physically, or if you're feeling awful about yourself in a growth goal for your career, because those are two of our, our biggest um, feedback I get is someone wants to grow a business or they want to grow and write a book or they, they're, they're doing some growth professionally and they're feeling like, gosh, it's not going as fast as it is supposed to, right? We are so impatient with ourselves and the same thing with weight loss. But before that, let's of course highlight my favorite thing to do is review of the week. I got to tell you guys though, it's sometimes making me really nervous to open up my app and go, oh, are there new ones? So if you want to help me with my feeling of uncertainty and you've been thinking about, I need to write a review. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Trish, but you haven't yet. Send me some love. It, it really tr- truly does encourage me and it makes me so excited to open up because some weeks we get lots. Some weeks it, it's, it's crickets. Don't let me have a cricket week. Please make sure you say, give me feedback on the show so that others can find out what an awesome community we are here at the Confidence Podcast. This one is from Brent Slow, and they said just awesomeness, five stars. And here's a great example. Your review can be super short, sweet, succinct, one sentence. She said this, hooked off the first episode I heard on self-criticism, felt like she knew me personally, and she's faith-based. Hey, so sister, thanks. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for writing that review. I really appreciate it. And guys, I have a huge announcement. <laughs> I just let my team know this. Like legit, we have you have six days to take action on this. So we are starting at the beginning of the show. I love, I love creating change. And I love milestones in 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 calendars that help us create change. And here's the deal: I am doing something I've never done before, and I'm offering a coaching week. It is five days where you get to work with me and it's called create change week. The create change week is for anyone who wants the second half of 2021 to be better than the first half of 2021. I have a five step proven process that I'm going to walk you through starting Monday, July 12th through Friday, July 16th. Each day I'm going to coach you. I'm going to teach you I'm gonna give you the process and then I'm pulling you on. If you you show up to our to our to our to our live coaching, you will get coached by me. We're gonna be walking through how do you apply it to your life. I have this proven process, and then by the end of the week, you will have a plan that is guaranteed to make the rest of your year the best part of your year. And now this could be if you want to do a generalized better half of the year, that it could be very generally speaking, or maybe maybe very specifically you had a goal at the beginning of the year and you're feeling discouraged. This is the perfect pick me up. It is the perfect way to go and say, I'm taking change. I'm going to, man, I'm not stuck. I'm turning this around, making your weight loss twice as productive as the first second half as in the first half making your business twice as, as, as income producing in the second half than the first half. So we are super excited. You get five hours of coaching plus the workbooks that are going to go along with it. And it's all going down for $27. Y'all, I, this is nuts. That is over, over $2,500 worth of coaching 
for $27 and you truly do get to take part. It is live coaching. I can't wait for you to guarantee and have a plan and have a vision, the clarity, the confidence and the and the pre-decisions you're going to be able to make in this in this create change week that's going to change the rest of the of your year. And so all you need to do, and by the way, if you're a member of the College of Confidence, this is completely free for you. You do not need to pay. You are already going to be invited. We surprised you yesterday in your email with the announcement about this. So be stoked. So that is free for our College Confidence members, but a non-College Confidence member, you can get access to this. It's a one-time payment of $2,700. This is $2,500 worth of coaching. To get started, to find out more, go to trishblackwell.com forward slash create change. Again, we start July 12th. It's going down. It's going to be so, so good. I can't wait for you to be part of it. Okay. Let's dive into the coaching indulgent emotions and what to do about them. Now, first and foremost, what are indulgent emotions? Indulgent emotions are emotions that are keeping you stagnating in a place of self pity and powerlessness. Oh guys, I was the queen of these and I never thought I was. I thought I was just emotional and very sensitive and that I took things personally and I beat myself up because I care so much. I had a lot of justifications, but for me, my indulgent motions were uh, self-hatred, most, most notably in my self-criticism. I was constantly disappointed in myself always thought, oh man, you could just do a little bit better, right? That was an indulgent emotion that I stayed stuck. Disappointment, most notably in myself. And the thing is, is I, I wasn't allowing myself to feel the emotions. I let the emotions guide me and direct me. It's very different than what I coach on often of feel your feelings. And if you're willing to feel anything, you can be successful at anything. But I'm not talking about feeling. I would feel the emotions and decide that the emotions were boss and this is just how it was. And instead, now I tell my emotions how to work for me and what to do. And I teach my students to do that as well. But disappointment, um, disgust, most notably about my body. Hopelessness, most notably about my progress. I felt very hopeless, very behind, always always not enough, always quite unworthy, just, just that, uh, just edged out. And confusion. You know, confusion is an emotion. It's what it's when, where you find yourself when you go, well, I just don't know what to do. And I'm not sure. And it's when we get stuck in indecision and overwhelm and maybe I'm not good enough or this second guessing. Confusion is an emotion that's caused by your thoughts. And at the end of the day, we can talk back to these emotions by, by talking back to the thoughts, right? And so now when I pull, I feel myself in a place of confusion, I don't indulge that confusion, I separate myself and, and I talk back and I, I say, Trish, you do know what to do. You make a decision, make a decision, move forward. And so when, when, you, when you find yourself in an indulgent emotion, first of all, I would encourage you to identify what are your top three indulgent emotions. And a reminder, they are the ones that make you stagnate in a place of self-pity or powerlessness. They typically are going to be the emotions you feel before you show up or don't show up for yourself in a way that you don't like, right? Maybe this is before you, you start, you know, um, binge shopping at night or you overwatch Netflix or you mindlessly eat and you don't know why or whatever came you probably that was predicated by an indulgent emotion that was mismanaged, just like indulgent children. There are going to be repercussions to that. And our emotions like children are begging for discipline and management. And so here's some things you can do when you first, we need to recognize your, your top ones. 
And then a couple things. Recognize that you are in power. You are choosing when you allow the indulgence, you are choosing to indulge your toddler dramatic brain. That's all on you. It's, it's a choice you can make or not make. The more you indulge it, here's what's interesting. The more convincing and of a monster it becomes. And speaking as a mom of a current three-year-old, ooh, do I know about toddler brain, right? And you have to do what you would do with a child. Separate them. Do what do, you know, and however you do your parenting and your discipline, positive parenting, or you, you do times out there, I'm, this is not a discussion on, on parent methodology, but rather a discussion of, of, of boundaries and discipline and, and giving, giving um, structure, right? And so we'll put that toddler metaphorically in the corner. And remember that, that like a toddler, when my son is a wailing, he hates dinner, guys, hates it. By the way, I make great dinners. Hates it. He wants snacks instead. We have sometimes said, oh, it's dinner. And then I'm like, it's a snack. We're having snacks for dinner, which we are not. If I call it a snack, he is okay with it. So you play with it. You kind of like meet them where they're at. But understanding and explaining to Baker why he has to eat the broccoli before he ever has any right to even have a teddy gram after his meal is, is understanding that he can fight me on that all he wants but I have, a, I have more experience. I have a bigger perspective. You as well have a bigger perspective and a better understanding than the original indulgent thought that caused the indulgent emotion. Your thoughts are not the boss of you. You are the boss of your thoughts. So we have to decide. We have a decision to make. Decide to not give into the dra- dramatization or catastrophizing that can go on so easily in my mind before without before I, I became trained in the coaching that I do and understanding how the brain works and I, I did not know that I was dramatizing a lot. I just thought, well, I just can't help it. This is how I am and this is the way I think and how I feel. It's just I can't help my feelings. And all of that dramatized it and catastrophized it more. And all of the narratives that I created um, in the process about what other people were thinking about me, what was happening or, or, or just not happening, I had this alternate reality as a result of my indulgent emotions that kept me playing small in life. And more than anything, when we play small, we stay stuck. And for me, on a, on a, on a purpose point, I, I, I was at a place of, of integrity, of, of disappointment. And then it perpetuated the disappointment that I had because I, I wanted to live my life to the fullest. I want to take everything God has given me and, and use it and make it, and make it serve others and, and make a difference. And so when I found my places in in places of being stuck, it, it almost got even worse. And so it's very easy when you start feeling stuck that it becomes sinking sand. And I don't want you to feel alone in that. I'm going to coach you in just a second on how to really not believe that you're stuck and what to do about that. But first, a note from our sponsor. Hey guys, I got to take a quick break to tell you about my friends at BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness? I've been wanting to start counseling because you know I talk about it. You know I recommend it, but you just don't know where to start. Well, BetterHelp is where to start. They'll help you assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll get to connect in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient and, of course, confidential. And once you sign up, 
you can start communicating with your therapist with under 24 hours. Y'all, this isn't self-help. This is professional counseling. One of the things I love the most is that you can send your counselor a message at any time. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you get to schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Guys, BetterHelp is truly making it easy to get access to therapy. They're licensed professional counselors specialize in depression, anxiety, stress, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family, conflict, grief, self-esteem, you name it, they've got a specialist. And I want you to start living happier life today. I want you to get into the resource of therapy that I so recommend. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash confidence pod. That's betterhelp h-e-l-p dot com forward slash confidence pod okay so how do you really not believe that you're stuck um you make a decision there's a thought i want you to I, I like one question i like to ask my clients is what are you believing that you don't have to believe and the second follow-up question to that is what what do you need to believe instead and if you remember our beliefs are just a repetition of the thoughts that we think. They are a cum- accumulation of the thoughts that we have repeated time after time after time. And if you find yourself at that point and you go, okay, so this is a thought that I, I wow, I need to question. Do I need to believe this? Do I really believe I'm stuck? Do I need to believe that this is going to be very, very hard? Is that belief serving me? Sometimes that does help us. Sometimes it doesn't. And instead, if, if I find a belief is not serving me, what do I need to believe about myself or about this circumstance instead. And once you identify what you want your new belief to be, which in our context here is to believe you are not stuck, make the decision that you are actually, everything is going well. You are on your way. You may not see the results right now. You might not have the physical evidence, but behind the scenes, all the things are working, right? Like we can't see a baby being made when we look at a pregnant woman, but behind the scenes, there's miracle happening, happening non-stop just because i can't see it doesn't mean the results are not happening and so maybe you need to believe in a new thing once you identify the belief the new belief you want to have your next step is to ask yourself what thought what thought or a, or a series of thoughts can i curate and intentionally think on to help create that new belief and I just, I want to share with you, I have been, first let's identify where you feel stuck, why you would believe that you're stuck. And for me, I, I have been in this narrative of feeling awful about myself and my places of awfulness, my places of being stuck were, um, I, I put them into three categories. One was body dysmorphia, my insecurity and my eating disorder, which was a span over a decade of my life. A second section was my financial rock bottom when I was, oh man, I was 24, uh, broken hearted, abused, broken off engagement. And he didn't steal money from me, but I paid for our whole life on my credit card and sold everything I owned and found myself with negative zero dollars and deeply in debt to the credit card companies and to my parents. It didn't look very hopeful for a long time. 
So there was a financial rock bottom and, uh, and frustration with myself for allowing choices to be made and trusting the wrong person and feeling powerless, powerless to the impact of that relationship and the decisions that he uh, had over me. And then the powerlessness of it feeling like such a big mountain to climb, to reset myself, to rebuild myself. The other one was this hustle. The other uh, place I felt stuck for a while in my life was past that when I was in um, starting my business, launching my coaching brand, beginning my podcast, I was really stuck in a hustle mindset and entrepreneurial comparison, always feeling I was never measuring up and never quite enough and needing to do more and there was time scarcity. And so I was just in all of those places, those places were created as a byproduct of my belief, my thoughts and beliefs that then created a result of perpetuating that feeling of being stuck. And so it, it, it created a, a whole experience and, and, and seasons of my life where I felt pitiful and powerless. And the way to not to believe you're not stuck is to stand firm. I mean, super solid firm against the pitiful thought I'm stuck. I I want you to, I want you to, I want to even think it. I don't want you to say it out loud. I want you to, to, to talk back to it, to disallow it from your, your vocabulary, to challenge it. Am I stuck or am I choosing to stay here? Am I stuck or is there something for me to learn here? Am I stuck or am I self-sabotaging because I actually need to work on my belief first before I actually achieve the result? So how do you believe, how do you stand against that pitiful thought that I'm stuck, the, 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 the throwing the towel in? Because that what that statement said, what that thought says, it throws the towel in and says, what's the point? And when we say a, a question, a reflective question, like what's the point, we're actually saying there is no point. I don't know about you, but that's not the kind of life I want to live. So I want you to, to, to learn to, to believe you're not stuck by, um, first and foremost, a couple, a couple of things. We've got to know and believe in the compound effect, meaning that little by little, big things get done. One of our tenets in the College of Confidence is believing that extraordinary things happen, extraordinary life change, extraordinary results happen as a result of ordinary things done with extraordinary commitment. It's the ordinary, it's the small over and over again that gets us big results. So you're not stuck. Maybe you just stopped too early. Maybe you just gave up. Maybe you weren't willing to be bored, right? But when you go, oh, I just need to do the little things over and over and over and I won't be stuck. That's where most people stop. And you can be better than that. You can be better than average. The average person gives up on themselves. You're not average because you're listening to a, a podcast like this. You can also believe you're not stuck by taking your thought management seriously, which means have a solid journaling practice, have a community of people who are like-minded, have a coach, have a, have a, have a series of podcasts that you listen to weekly that, that are challenging you, that are they're continuing to tell you that, look, the time that you invest in changing your thoughts is the best investment you can ever make on the, your whole, on the, on the, on the outcome of your whole life because our thoughts direct our life. You can believe you're not stuck by crediting yourself for the new tools you have. Sometimes we get stuck because we go, well, I've tried before and what's the point? I can't, I've not done it. I've not achieved it in the past. I, I always give up or I self-sabotage or it just doesn't work. But you're not actually looking at it analytically and understanding why didn't it work in the past. And additionally, we need to also separate. You are not who you once were. So maybe you did try a goal in the past, but it didn't work. But you didn't have the knowledge and the tools that you have now then. 
That was a big hang up for me for a long time. I had to really set a line in the stand. Remember that Trish 1.0, which is the Trish like of the past, or sometimes it's my primitive amygdala brain versus my, my prefrontal cortex decision brain and future brain of, of just looking and going, hey, I have new tools now. Therefore, I have, and I have new tools, new coaching, new methodology, new perspective. I believe I can create new results. Just because the past effort didn't work doesn't mean the new one won't. Sometimes we get stuck in that. It's also important to acknowledge your dissatisfaction with stagnancy. And, and even just, to, you can do that in simply just deciding, I refuse to be stagnant. I don't, I don't agree with this. I disagree with stagnancy. I won't stay here. I'm gonna grow here. I'm gonna water the grass where I am. I'm gonna bloom where I'm at, but then I'm moving on. And remember this, you can create anything you want. You can create anything if you first decide you want it. You can achieve anything if you commit to it. And if you really believe you can do it. That's where this belief is so important. Another way to remind yourself you're not stuck is that you're surrounded by people who are proving you, proving to you through their example that you don't have to stay stuck. And you might look at some people who maybe are achieving, working on the same goals as you, and maybe they're making more, um, uh, more open progress, or you, you think, well, it must be nice. I don't know why it's working for them and not me. It's not fair. Instead of going to a place of jealousy and criticism and comparison, use them as an example of what is possible. Let them encourage you. Let them inspire you. Success leaves clues. So anytime you see someone successful in some area of your life that you want to feel that level of success, give thanks. Be grateful. And look at the clues they're leaving. What, it, what have they done differently that you're not doing? Keep yourself inspired with an example of what's possible. And you can also believe you're not stuck by taking your commitments and plans with yourself seriously. To be of integrity. To write it down with a highlighter and pen on your schedule. Whatever commitments you're making with yourself are the most important commitments to follow through on. And unfortunately, most of us do it backwards. We keep our commitments to others and we break our word with ourselves all the time. And if you want to change your life, you want to up-level what you're able to accomplish, that has to change. It just simply has to change. So I want to give you three simple steps to stop feeling awful about yourself. Three-step process. Number one, be very specific about exactly what you are thinking. You've got to write it down. So that emotion, remember we, we talked earlier, your emotion is, is created by the thoughts you think. Your, your, your thoughts are creating your feelings. So what is that exact thought that's making you feel awful? Write it down. Yeah, you might be like, I don't want to write that down. That's kind of mean. Yeah, that's exactly why you should write it down. It needs to come out of your brain and onto paper because it's even worse in your brain. Be very, very specific about exactly what you're thinking. Write it down. Step number two, decide what thought would be better instead. What thought do you want to think that's instead of that? And step number three is to repeat it. Repeat, 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 repeat times 1,000. And so it can be something as simple as maybe the thought you're thinking is I'm not making progress because I can't figure this out or, uh, or I'm just, I'm just lazy. Is that the thought you want to think about yourself that I'm lazy? What would be a better thought? What would be a more helpful thought? I have chosen 
a, a behavior of I've chosen to to a behavior of laziness in the past, but I cho- don't choose it anymore. I'm not lazy. This is working. Everything is working. I am committed. Or maybe you're thinking I feel fat, gross. If that's the thought you think, that's how you're gonna feel. So, what would be a believable thought that you can think instead? It could be something as simple as I feel hopeful about how my body is changing, even if I can't see it physically yet. I know it's happening at a cellular level, right? So repeat, repeat, repeat. We take, remember, we take our, our thoughts, create our results. And that feeling of awfulness is not a permanent state, even though it feels like it will be. It is only permanent if you allow it to be. Your mind is not overwhelmed or crazy. It's just cluttered and mismanaged and a mismanaged mind will always lead to a mismanaged life. When you allow your toddler thoughts to run wild, you'll get toddler results. So, you know, I, I coach so much on my one-on-one clients and in my, in my, my, my college of confidence on, on thought substitutions. And I, the feedback I get often is like, Trish, when you say it and you put a substitute thought in, it's so easy. I just don't know how to come up with those ideas. And one, I'm good at thought replacement because I've dedicated my time to it. Because I journal for 10 minutes every day, no matter what, even if that has to happen at 5 a.m., that's when it happens. Because I, I've, I've, I've tried life to, to, for too long without doing it, and it doesn't work. Not for me. I needed to write them down. And, and I've been, I have, I have a high-level skill at thought substitutions, at reframing my thoughts, simply because I've been extraordinarily consistent in the ordinary task of the process I just described. Write down exactly what I'm thinking and then decide what I would like to think instead that would be better. And then repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. Sometimes it's boring. Sometimes I resist it. I don't want to do it, but I do it anyway. So to help inspire you, to help jog some some ideas, I did want to give you some thought substitutions if you're feeling awful about yourself in your body or physically, and then some thought substitutions you could work, you could share and use for your business um, or your entrepreneurship or your your dream passion thing. Start with the thoughts about body. And I'm just going to read them. Pause for a second and read the next one. And these are all in the show notes. You can, as always, get the show notes from my website, trishblackwell.com forward slash 450. And that is this. I appreciate my body for all that it has done. Specifically, dot, dot, dot. You fill in the blank. I have decided that I will be friends with my body. So today, I choose kind words. I believe that everything I'm doing is working even when I can't see it. I am patient and in this for the long run because my body is my friend for life. I will motivate myself with kindness, not criticism. I am making decisions today that are moving my body towards the version of it I want it to be tomorrow. I trust the little things I can't see happening will pay off and are building up. I'm a badass and my body has created human life. I will be patient with it as it heals, recovers, and rebuilds itself to its happy and ideal weight. I am losing weight in an easy and relaxed manner, healthy and positive way. 
I am patient and I am on my way. Here's some for, for business and the last one works for business as well or your, per, or your professional life. I am patient and I am on my way. I am growing and becoming more of a leader every day. Everything is working according to plan and I am where I need to be. I appreciate learning what doesn't work as much as I appreciate learning what does. I am creating success and am patient with the process. And then finally I have, I like the person I'm becoming because of the challenges I'm going through. So guys, some good stuff. Do the reframe. Write down exactly what you're thinking. Write a thought that would be, it is the thought that you can currently believe to and attach to that would that you choose instead. And then I would take your highlighter out. I would write the thought again. I would text the thought to yourself. And by the way, you can do this any time of the day. I would encourage you, find yourself feeling awful or in a place of self-criticism or feeling stuck or feeling those disillusionment, despair, discouragement. Take your phone out. You can be in the company of others and just go, oh, hey guys, excuse me, I forgot I'm supposed to text somebody. That somebody you're supposed to text is yourself. I use this all the time. I text myself so frequently. I text myself in, I, I, I text myself the thought, and then I answer back, hey, here's the thought, and then I answer myself back, what is the thought I'd like to replace it with? There is no excuse to not be able to do this at any, any time. So, announcement is upcoming. I already told you our next episode is going to be on black and white or all or nothing thinking. Other podcast topics we have coming down the road are physical intimacy and confidence, and also why you're not doing what you want to do. And before we highlight our listener of the episode, I got to remind you guys, my book is now available for pre-order and y'all, if you've liked any of my past books, I think they're good. I think this next book is great. I, mm, I don't even want to ruin it for you because I want you to listen to our little preview and remind you that when you pre-order today, you're going to get a free copy of the audiobook as soon as the audiobook releases. That's a win-win. But here, let me give you an inside peek. I want you to have more confidence and joy than you've ever had before. Because when you have confidence, you have more options in life. The option to say no to self-doubt, the option to choose your thoughts, the option to achieve anything you want. More confidence, more options. And I want you to have the unlimited options found in a life of joy and abundance. And that's why I wrote my newest book, Straighten Your Crown, rediscovering that you are seen, you matter, and the king delights in you. I want you to know what it feels like to be enough. I want to, you to know what life feels like without anxiety, without stress, and without self-doubt. I want you to step fully into being God's daughter. And that is why I wrote this book for you. It's time to say goodbye to your old thinking and start believing that God doesn't just love you, he delights in you. You are royalty, a co-heir to Christ with all of God's riches. It's time to come alive and shine. 
pre-order the book now on Amazon or go to trishblackwell.com forward slash book and get up to $500 worth of bonuses and gifts for pre-ordering and supporting this book as it launches. Your support in pre-ordering the book will help the book reach more people and change more lives. Go to trishblackwell.com forward slash book to get started. All right, guys, and that is it for today's show. I want to highlight, thank you, Lucy from Instagram. She said this, I found your podcast recently and I've been listening to it, finding it very helpful to keep my spirits up as I venture into changing my career and applying for a new job currently. And Lucy, I don't know if you know this, but make sure you check out episode 447 on career confidence, how to have more of it no matter what type of work you do. You can scroll back in your podcast app of choice or just go to trishblackwell.com forward slash 447. And also I have two fabulous YouTube videos. Well, excuse me, just one. I mean, I have more than one fabulous YouTube video, (laughs) but related to your topic, um, I have one on how to overcome interview nerves and get your dream job. I've linked that in my in the show notes for today's show or head over to my YouTube channel. It's Trish Blackwell on YouTube and you guys can check it out there. So if you want some career confidence, interview confidence, I got you covered. So listen to episode 447 or go hit up, find me on YouTube. Guys, I can't wait to hear how this episode has resonated with you. I can't wait to spend time with those of you who are gonna create change with, with, for the second half of the year, who are, are you in for Create Change Week? Let me know. Hit me up on Instagram, Trish underscore Blackwell. Uh, it is going to be an incredible, game-changing, year-changing week. I guarantee that all for $27. Again, the link for that to check it out is trishblackwell.com forward slash create change. Now go out there today. Go create, go create change in the world around you by being the best, highest, most confident, joyful version of yourself. Go out there today. Go be more of who you are. Be you. Be free. Thanks for listening to the Confidence Podcast and allowing me to be your coach in your life. If you love the show, please let us know by leaving a review on iTunes. Are you encouraged by what you learned? Share this episode with a friend and let us know how the show is changing your life by connecting with us on social media, on Facebook at Trish Blackwell Coaching, or on Instagram at Trish underscore Blackwell. Ready to take what I teach and really take it to the next level? Join us today in the College of Confidence. The College of Confidence is a land of rejuvenation and refreshment, where you go to be recharged, revived, and refocused on what is possible in your life and your ability to impact the world. We open up the vaults and depths of who you are, challenging you, inspiring you, pushing you, and growing you to use absolutely every last ounce of gifting and talent God has breathed into you to the absolute fullest. And I will be there myself every step of the way, getting to know you and cheering you on. Get started at collegeofconfidence.com.